Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
Hi, everybody. Good evening. Hyvää ilta, kiora, and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found on Vancouver's graphical campus community radio station. C-I-T-R, your voice of the University of British Columbia, 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, where things have definitely picked up over the past few days since over the holidays. Things were mostly closed. I'm not going to say mice were running around, but it could sound that way. Our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland, starting from Lions Bay in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, West Pass Point Grain, then dipping south across the Sailor Sea to all the ships and creatures in the water. If our friends are at CFUV at the University of Victoria aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 101.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up for the sky and deep into space. For as long as this planet and this station continues to be noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. If you have Telus Optic, you can tune in to CITR on your television set on channel 7023. Or at least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, you've Find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you'll find the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done, along with most of the recent ones going back eight years. There you'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, and you can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosave, and Stitcher, and various other services. Those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless other than the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be showing you the blueprints for the next two hours to so get the levels out and the metals hot. You should receive your complimentary and newly regulatory protractor in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, maybe have other half circles on standby to work all the angles. Although everything I came up with are like folded food, so yeah, calzone. If you got a pierogi, if you got a pasty, that's what you can use. Phone number for the station that might be working. Not totally sure since uh, we've been having to do some repairs around here, but if it works, it's 604 822 2487. That spells out UBC CITR after the area code. To keep it short and sweet and to the point, realizing that this is a single person operation here that focuses always on the live stuff direct into your ears but do what we can you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com exploding headways is on facebook under its given name and on instagram it is myopic man in the background from montreal this is esmerine and off a recent album everything was forever until it was no more this is incantation radiance and the wild sea and we started off with an uh, old Edmonton act called Reindeer. And off a 2014 self-titled release, they were talking about a then-futuristic year. 
2023. I think one of them, named Damien, ended up moving to Vancouver and putting out a couple solo releases, but things have been quiet on both Reindeers and Damien's band camp for a while. So yes, for some of you, welcome back. I know the holiday break can be a fraught time, distracted with things, busyness, fun times we had, although it just feels like everything's happening all at once. And for a lot of folks, today is the reckoning of back to reality of school. Back in session, whether it is elementary, secondary, or tertiary. Back at work as well. And some semblance of a routine. This week, we're going to profile a Seattle composer who recently passed away. We touched upon it upon his death back in November, but took some time to sort of dig up some material, especially since he did some soundtrack work, and that's Norm Chambers. Mostly ambient music, and he provided the score to a 2017 documentary called Graphic Means, tying into one of my pet interests, and that is analog graphic design. Am I good at it? No, but I definitely have had my fair share of fun with it. Very tactile. And the documentary covers the idea of the transition of what was basically mostly a stationary manual practice that existed for centuries. But then the personal computer came along, reset everything. But yeah, we'll pay tribute to some other people who recently passed away. We're going to go with some Motown here with a band called the Velvelettes. So not Velvets. There's an extra L in there. Velvelettes. Known for songs like Needle in a Haystack, he was really saying something, and these things will keep me loving you. They put out a handful of singles only, mostly because they're in the shadow of the almighty machine, the Supremes. They had a compilation album that came out during their heyday, but once they broke up in 1970, it took 20 years before they actually got an album out in 1990. One of the founding members, Bertha Barbie McNeil, died of colon cancer in hospice in Kalamazoo, Michigan on December 15th last year, when she was 82 years old. So we'll go off the 1965 self-titled album that they put out. And uh, this actually came out as, I think, an A-side through Motown. Though their albums later reissued by the similarly named Motor City label to enjoy. He'll... This will be the Velvelettes with Lonely, Lonely Girl Am I. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, live from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that will always be by your side. This is CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Trovador no fim da tarde, dedilhando a viola, passarinho gorjeando, anunciando o luar, e o fogão a lenha pra mãezinha cozinha, abra a porteira que eu quero entrar. Aqui não tem o que eu tenho lá Abra a porteira Que eu quero entrar Cidade grande me faz Sergio Mendes, and from the soundtrack to the 1977 documentary Pele. Actually, we heard Pele do the singing there. That was what translates from Portuguese as Big City, Ciudade Grande. Pele was directed by Francois Reichenbach, and Pele not only sings on the soundtrack, but he's also the narrator. Also does one more song on the soundtrack. It kicks off a bit of a decent discography, although when I was searching through at least what I could find, most of <laughs> readily available music featuring Pele now have turned into massive like reggaeton remixes. So, I mean, it's appropriate for what you associate with the barrio sound, but if you're thinking about Pele, it's from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. So I didn't fully realize that was Pele singing until doing the research later because the liner notes I had for the release didn't cover it. Sergio Mendes, Brazilian musician who led the pioneer funky bossa nova act Brazil 66. He's still active. He's released over 50 albums. As for Pele, he was born Edson Arantes do Machimento. Although, I have to remember the Portuguese, the M's and the N's sound very similar. So it's Edson Arantes Machimento. Uh, perhaps the greatest soccer football player helped lock in the term the beautiful game. Signed with the Brazilian team Santos at age 15 and then joined the national team 
when he was 16, and he's the only player with three World Cups. This is the record for the most goals in play. And he's been the subject of multiple other documentaries. Too many to count, especially with the late start to the show this week. But a fascinating figure. And uh, there were rumors of his health failing that started around the time of the Qatar World Cup a couple of months ago because he had been fighting colon cancer, and that's actually what took him in the end on December 29th at the age of 82. Brazil has been in mourning. I know a lot of folks who are sad. Of course, Brazil's in the news for having their own kind of, like, seditionist, insurrectionist invasion of their parliament or government figures. Qatar World Cup, over and done with, and Argentina won. I was actually hoping to dig up a whole bunch of Argentine music, but we're going to save that for another time. Would love to travel back to that country when I get a chance. Behind me, this is Ashra, off of a 1976 album, New Age of Earth. This is Sun Rain. Definitely lining up with uh, some of the weather that we had earlier today in Vancouver. And Ashra was one of the projects headed up by the German guitarist and composer Manuel Gushing, along with uh, the full name of Ashra Temple. And uh, Gutsching was a major influence on 1980s ambience. As we can hear a little bit here, and he became a bit of a inspiration for 1990s electronic music too. Gutsching died in Berlin on December 4th, at the age of 70. And perhaps his most famous or notorious piece, it was under his own name, which is the almost hour long E2 to E4 from 1984. It was recorded in 1981. Originally, it was just a jam that he was doing for his own benefit, tying together a sequencer, keyboards, metallic percussion guitar. And it turned into a surprise hit as folks heard it, clamored to put it out, became big in the New York clubs since it's kind of like a proto-house track and definitely seeding the roots of what we know as techno. Would I like to play all 58 minutes for you? Yes, because then I could just run away. But uh, there's plenty of other stuff to talk about here. So this is a two-minute teaser from an influential series of cassettes tied to music that came out in 1981. I think this one was called 1981 Computer, but widely traded. So here's an excerpt of E2 to E4 by the late Manuel Gutsching.
Hmm, okay, let's see here. Blend equal parts science and stories. Add a few shakes of music and soundscape and wrap it all up in a big question. How can we see this more than human world in a new light and take part in shaping a healthy Anthropocene? Catch future ecologies every Sunday at 8 a.m. on CITR.
John Carroll Kirby, joined by Laraji there, off of last year's dance ancestral album, we heard Dawn of New Day. Kirby is a pianist, producer, and composer, mostly known for his jazz, soul, and new age, which ties in nicely since Dance Ancestral came out on the excellent hip-hop label Stone's Throw. As for Laraji, also a pianist, but also plays the Zither and the Mabira. Known for his meditative music, he's been active for almost 50 years. And one of his therapies is the gift of laughter. He leads laughing, ses- laughing sessions to help soothe the body since it is kind of its own like healing method there. In the background, this is the Turkish legend Baris Manchau. And off of a 1975 album called 2023, this is the title track. Manchau was a pioneer of the Anatolian rock scene, otherwise what we associate with like Turkish psychedelic funk. And he's one of the best-selling Turkish musicians ever, having songs translated to a dozen languages. He had his own travel TV show in the 70s. Died back in 1999, but people are still recording his music, considered one of the biggest artists out of Turkey. And some of the news of 2023 is that countries are now embracing Turkey's official name, which is, I could almost say it, because it sounds similar, but it's Turkiye. So, less of a bird now, and tying into the Turkish horse. My name is Gak. Name of the show is Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And there are plenty of songs that uh, I considered playing last week as part of our year in review for 2022. And you're getting leftovers. But stuff that I've really dug and I've been hoping to share. In some ways, the design of the show feels like I just should air them when they come out, but thematically, we try to hop all over the place, but... Going to go to North California here, a place of a lot of rainfall right now, and this is Dora Jar, excellent singer-songwriter, and this is a single that she put out last year. This is Bumblebee.
from Oslo, Norway, that was Pompoko, and off an EP that came out in 2022 called This Is Our House, we heard Enduro Corner. And behind me, some classic Italo disco going back to 1984 from their self-titled release, This Is Hypnosis, with theme for a new year. They're probably best known for their cover of Vangelis' Star. And as I talk, I realize I need to dig up some more Vangelis since we last paid tribute to the legendary Greek musician when he died last year. And that would be from July in episode Exploding Head Movies number 610. And hopefully you have a solid theme for your new year. Even if it's just based on the idea of healing or some level of sanity after almost three years of at least health chaos... current year of high inflation and then many years of crazy politics and decades now of climate change and all those fears so hopefully you're able to take some time for yourself reflect on what you need and find all that is good within you now the show before me spit on spit in your ear not spit on your ear although kind of the same direction there but uh, as part of their lo-fi tunes bit uh, they were playing a song by Kalela and uh, she actually does have a new album coming out next month. It's called Raven, and it features some great sort of like slow R&B. But this single came out already in September. But from the forthcoming Raven, here's Kalela with Washed Away. Hope the longing 
Polish government has embraced that song, even though upon research into what's going on, it's actually referring to a type of codeine cough syrup used in a specific lean manufactured out of Poland. That was Lil Yachty with a song that got leaked on TikTok. <laughs> he then slapped up in the SoundCloud, became a big mimetic hit, and then appeared on all the streaming services later in autumn. That was Lil Yachty with Poland. Loopy stuff, but that's... Just have to admire how things catch on, but... It's not like baking pies with the honey, as it were. In the background here, this is Vancouver's Vincent Parker, and off of the 2021 release, For Nothing Though, I Speak Over the Pier. Most recent album, or at least release, by Parker, came out last year, called Petricor. I was going to explain what it is, but then I got started mixed up. It's a very organic thing. That's all I can remember. It's either tied to minerals or moss or boggy stuff, but it's a very uh, terra firma type object here. Now, as a heads up for regular listeners of CITR, February is coming up, and that means it's time for the annual Fun Drive. Fun Drive 2023 will be kicking off on February 2nd. Running a week until the 9th. So at this point, your Exploding Head Movies Fun Drive episode is going to be in the midst of Oscar season on February 6th. So start checking your couch cushions for change. I know there's a lot of charities out there looking for money. And I know things are hard to sort of scrape by as well. But if you can afford to give a little bit to the station, get it ready. Fun Drive 2023. Starts February 2nd, so stay tuned for upcoming announcements. Maybe the phones will be back. Get a little bit of excitement that way. We've lasted for a few years without it, but we'll see. For sure, there'll be a website. Get some more great 2022 music in your ears, and uh, one of the highlights from last year was the return of the New York act, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Their most recent album prior to this was 2013's Mosquito, but they came back with Cool It Down. And I always find their odd number albums to have a specific vibe. And this will be their fifth. I remember catching them in New York when I lived there. Oddly enough, 20 years ago. Always a ribald performance. I understand things have settled down now, so there's less microphones being swirled and hitting teeth. Here's Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs with Burning.
from Toronto, where Aikotomi with one of the singles that she put out last year, and that was called Fit. After a series of singles, she actually put out an EP towards the tail end of last year called Mute Me. Fun, hyper pop stuff there. Almost a little bit ha having that Shibuya sound along with, you know, all the up tempo, you know, PC music kind of sounds there. And behind me, this is Molly Lewis, and this is a title track to an EP that also came out late last year. This is Mirage. Lewis is known for playing the ukulele. Originally, she garnered a lot of attention, going back maybe 15 years ago, with uh, YouTube uploads of covers of Britney Spears and Lady Gaga on the ukulele. But as you can tell, it's definitely got less twee here. bit more languid, as it were. My name's Gag, the name of the show is Exploding in Movies here. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from the lower levels of the student nest on UBC campus, on unseated Musqueam territory. And we'll head to Montreal next. Originally, they were an eight-piece, but in the past year, one of their members left, so they are now a septet. It's Busty in the Bass. And originally, for the next few sets, I was going to have music that was definitely destined for 2023. Although they uploaded this track back in November with the wrong year. So at some point I was thinking, oh, it's a prelude to a new album. Maybe it is, but it's not a November 2023 release. It's a 2022. It's early to tell if there's a new album in the works since the most recent was 2020's Eddie. But released. It's new-ish. You'll be Here's Busty in the bass with all the things I couldn't say to you.
Listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Oh 
La Tango, and not Yellow Tango, as some Mets outfielders may feel. From their forthcoming 16th album due next month called This Stupid World, that was Yola Tango with Fallout. Hoboken, New Jersey's finest, or if I really play up the Brooklynese, Hoboken, New Jersey's finest, as part of the recent reissue campaign, they looked at the 25th anniversary of their 1997 Sublime album, I Can Hear the Heart Beating as One, last year. And as a mark of presumed return to normalcy, uh, they did their annual Eight Days of Hanukkah concerts in New York. Originally, it was Maxwell's in Aboko when I was there, but uh, since that venue sadly shut down, they've been doing it at the Bali Ballroom as of late. I do miss checking out shows there. We've profiled Yola Tango in the past since they've done their fair share of soundtrack work. That's going back almost 10 years from May 2013, episode 166. In the background, on the harp, we have Mary Lattimore, and on guitar, it's Paul Sukina. On their pandemic album, last year's West Kensington, this is Didn't See the Comet. Both formerly of... Philadelphia, now neighbors in Los Angeles. And they just had some downtime to record some stuff. Lattimore's most recent solo release is 2020's Silver Ladders. Well worth listening to. Otherwise, Paul Sakina. 
best known for working with acts like Chris Forsyth and the Solar Motel Band. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note that some of these may already be found either in your favorite record store or reach music online. Because a lot of releases don't adhere now to a Friday schedule. Trust me, I get notifications anytime, any day now about new releases. This list comes from the website's filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. Mostly new releases, but some re-releases are starting to kick in as the new year is in effect. But we'll start with the new ones. Gabriel Yadard's score from La Vol will be coming out through Movie Score Media. And then Enya, Ennis Man, is scored by Mark Jenkins. They'll be coming out through Invader. Ariel Marks composed the score to A Friend of the Family. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Season 2 of Jenny and Georgia, scored by Ben Brofield and Lily Hayden. That's coming out through Netflix. Maybe you pronounce it Hayden or Hayden, but there's no E at the end there. A House Party. Various artists' song albums coming out through Def Jam Records and Water Tower Music. Not sure if Kid and Play are involved, but LeBron James is helping out here. He's at his house. Laurent Perez del Mar did the score to Kitchen Brigade. That's coming out through Sony Music Publishing in France. The Offering, scored by Christopher Young. That's coming out through Millennia Media Records and Note for Note Music. The TV series The Rig is scored by Blanc Mass, which we profiled a few months ago. Not that soundtrack. We focused on some other work by Blanc Mass, but that's coming out through Invader. And then episodes four through six of the TV series Willow, marking volume two, scored by Xander Rosinski. That'll be up through Walt Disney Records. On the re-release front, more French music. Alexander Desplat did the score to Terreur. That's coming out through Milan Records. There are three EPs tied to the music of Vladimir Cosmos, scores to TV series like Dazzle, Night of the Fox, and the short film Le Chien de Monsieur Michel. I did not make note of what record label is putting that out, but yes, Vladimir Cosma. And then independent released is Olivier Coussier and Audrey Ismail's score to Vortex. And those are merely some of your soundtrack releases for this week. We'll stick with the 2023 musical thread here, as there's a new album from Edmonton's Coton coming out shortly. It's called Release Spirit. And on this track features some vocals by Tess Roby, a Montreal artist who had an album out last year called Ideas of Spaces. Here's Tess Roby, along with Coton, with Fountain Growth. Thank you. 
From the forthcoming album, Earth Then Air, due out in February 2023, we heard Best Fern with Way Inside. It's the Montreal duo of Alexia Avina and then the person behind me, Nick Schofield, from Schofield's own 2020 album, Glass Gallery, This Is Mirror Image. And Earth Then Air was recorded at the Banff Center for Arts and Creativity, as I realized I said Banff in the most fanciest way from Alberta. Bamf. And gorgeous stuff. Avena used to be based in Montreal, so I'm going to qualify that. Uh, American, Mer- American ambient folk artist was based in Montreal for quite some time, although the pandemic struck and she felt like she needed to be closer to home in Massachusetts. Her own most recent album came out last year called A Little Older. And yes, Schofield, we're not making music. Host the show at McGill CKUT 90.3 FM. Thankfully, our shows don't overlap in time. But good stuff from what I can hear. When I can hear it, because I'm usually on the way to doing this show. And this show is called Exploding Head Movies. This is on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Important on the radio calendar. I already talked about Fun Drive for a bit. But next week, Tuesday, January 17th. It is time for our annual tradition to celebrate what the Fluxists called the birthday of art. So 24 hours of radio art takes effect, usually midnight to midnight, depending on how much programming happens underway. And uh, I'm working on wrapping up my two-hour set tonight to upload. So yes, I won't be live this year. I think it's just a coordination aspect. And I can tell you, transitioning from programming to live and back if you heard it last week 
not totally successful, but it, these are intricacies that we can all figure out. Just a little bit of practice. It just doesn't pop up too much, but we'll see. Hopefully we can do radio art live again, but of course, a lot of us are still trying to get comfortable with the studio setting. I need all the appropriate technology. So yes, 24 hours of radio art here on CITR next Tuesday, January 17th, starting at midnight, going till midnight and beyond, as it were. And once I know when my show will air, I'll let you know. As usual, listeners will know, it's confoundingly dense. I'm aiming to pay tribute to various artists, but of course, based on how things are going, they're all happening simultaneously. Smooth work. Anyways, let's get some more recent music into your ears here before we get into the music of Norm Chambers. And Mark Canham is an electronics producer. He's done soundtracks for films like The Disappearance of Alice Creed and I Care A Lot, along with some TV and video game work. And he recently collaborated with Duotone, which is the alias of Barney Morse Brown, primarily a cellist, but also plays guitar and percussion. And he's worked with acts like Robert Plant, Maya Youssef, and Birdie. Last year, they put out an EP that features a lot of Morse Brown playing around with his instruments and then Canem mixing everything together. And this is a track that highlights it impeccably. So from Black Mass, this will be Mark Canem and Duotone with Parallel Worlds.
On January 17th, CITR 101.9 FM presents our annual 24 Hours of Radio Art Programming, featuring innovative approaches to music and sound. It's 24 hours of spoken word, ambient, drone, field recordings, and sound walks, collage, technical support calls, voicemail fails, sound art, and noise. Listen live on CITR 101.9 FM or online at citr.ca. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
featuring one of the most glorious mashups of genres from 1994, balancing early music vocals in a medieval style, along with saxophone. That was Jan Garbrecht, along with the Hilliard Ensemble from 1994's Officium. We heard Regnanten Sempiterna, which is Latin for reigning or ruling forever. There was a time in the 90s when Gregorian chant had a comeback. All the long form singing by our proto-trip hop acts like Enigma. And yeah, this album was so successful, it spawned three sequels. To the point, I think the Hilliard Ensemble and the Disband in 2014 wrapped up with the fourth album in the series. Goderbrook, Norwegian sax player, and the Hilliard Ensemble, the late British early music vocal ensemble. Something I had realized for ages that I've never shared on the show before. Even as we approach next week's 15th anniversary of me being on air, so always plenty of room to add and share new stuff. In the background, this is Jürgen Müller from the 2011 release Science of the Sea. This is Jenseit des Stroms, which translates as Beyond the Stream. And for a time, People thought that this person existed as a university student working on uh, oceanic science and coming up with uh, potential music to sell potentially for documentaries. And it was set up that uh, the University of Kiel in Germany was doing it. It was privately pressed in the 80s. And Lots of websites and magazine reviewers fell for it, including Pitchfork, which labeled as Best New Reissue, until everyone came clean that, no, Jürgen Müller was the actual the alias of Seattle's Norm Chambers. Fantastic artists, very methodical but delightful approach to ambient music. Born in Redondo Beach in 1972, raised in Salt Lake City, most famous alias used was Panabright. And with that, first album came out in 2009 called Paramount Hexagon. And he was always a, a mischievous sort. He'd always announce his new albums by apologizing through email. Sorry for the spam, but look what I've done. Limited run cassettes featuring his own illustrations as cover art. Kind of an early Bandcamp adoptee. And a lot of ambient musicians learned kind of how to run their own things as a result. As you can tell, he was a big fan of New Age albums to the point he had his own blog hidden away called Lunar Atrium. Although, when I look for it as of late, it is totally empty. And yeah. We'll listen to some more at Jürgen Müller from Science of the Sea before we listen to Norm Chambers, and then we'll get into a soundtrack too. Graphic memes. But this translates from German as Dream Sequence of a Jellyfish. Here's Norm Chambers as Jürgen Müller. Traumfolge einer Qual.
Norm Chambers from the 2021 album Seaside Resonance, which came out to the Vancouver label Hotham Sound. We heard Sargasso. We have more Norm Chambers behind me from his score to the 2017 documentary Graphic Means. This is the Linotype theme. Graphic Means, directed by Briar Levitt. And it tells the story of graphic design in the last half of the 20th century, pre-digital mostly, but as it goes from the 1950s to the 1990s, it definitely incorporates the personal home computer. Up until then, most typesetting was still the same process it had been since the Gutenberg Press came to be printing out Bibles in the 16th century. Still mostly by hand, occasionally for the typesetting using hot metal, otherwise other the physical metal lettered blocks and then some creative work with large rulers and hand cut out bits. Norm Chambers studied arts at the Salt Lake Community College and the University of Utah and he worked as a graphic designer and artist at the Bastyr Center for Natural Health in Seattle where he was also the facilities manager so he had definitely a hands-on connection with the subject of the documentary. Featuring wide swaths of gorgeous industrial films showing how print is made, how design has worked that way, and featuring a lot of interviews with designers who'd grown up with an entire span. Graphic Means shows a definite world that highlights into specific niche documentaries, like the documentary about the font Helvetica from about 20 years ago. Here's some more Norm Chambers from his score to Graphic Means. We'll begin with line screen.
So from the score to the 2017 documentary Graphic Means, we heard Norm Chambers first off with a bit of line screen, and we closed with Index. Since 2017, Chambers have been fighting sinus cancer, which is actually what took him away from us. He kept releasing music despite being in extreme pain, the extreme pain that he felt. And he was highly lauded by the ambient community for persevering to try to find something beautiful to share, despite the ordeal that he'd been going through. There were fundraising campaigns to help with healing him, or at least deal with uh, the pain mitigation. And his final release came out last January as N Chambers called Mirage Colony. Alas, Norm Chambers died on October 30th last year because of that sinus cancer, and he was only 50 years old. And he survived by his wife, Kayoka Shihui, along with various pets. That's going to be it for Exploding in Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's the first The Jazz Show of 2023 with your host, Gavin Walker. So he'll guide you around midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your moody Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding in Movies show page at www.citr.ca, where you'll catch a track listing and download for this episode shortly, along with a few places to subscribe to the podcast. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geo7, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your large MP3 files via RSS. Next week, as noted, it is my 15th anniversary here at CITR. But uh, we have to deal with some more tributes of those who passed away recently. We'll pay tribute to the Twin Peaks composer Agilo Badalamente and some of the music he worked on other film and TV. Afterwards, well, a Vancouver composer recently passed away. That's Joseph Koo. So I'm going to dig up some 70s films that he features work. And then, yes, the Oscar nominees will be announced in a couple weeks' time. And then we'll dive deep into score and song nominees but as noted next Tuesday 24 hours of radio art we'll see when my stuff airs in the background with a track that was just released on New Year's Eve so marking at least one final song from 2022 this is Cub Cub with Red Tam and uh, segues nicely with something we talked about last week which was the Gulf composer M. Mucci he released an album called An Ending 2022. We played part one last week. For you, as we close, we'll play part two. M. Mucci, An Ending. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe since there is a pandemic still out there. And hopefully, the new year is starting as best it can. And hopefully this means it'll be improving So. Let's all hope for a good year. We'll see you in seven days. <laughs>